Okay, here we go. We are here. Um, who have we got today? We have me. We have Ben has made it. Luke has made it. Nick has not made it. However, we do have... Is this, this is our first guest, isn't it? It's our first proper guest. It's quite exciting. So I thought we were guests. I thought no, the show and we were guests. No, no, no. no. Old news, aren't mate. Yeah, exactly. Oh, right, yeah. Virgin, mate. Uh, so with all the bollocks that we've seen recently over uh, Remember to Weekend and general, everyone just having a bit of a, a moan about the veteran community and the turds amongst us. Uh, we thought we would get somebody on who actually, who knows about this stuff, who has, who isn't just on the sidelines like we are, just, you know, going down Facebook rabbit hole arguments with people about how much of a turd people are. He's actually been working on the front line with these, with the uh, members of the community. And he's, he's seen fucking everything. He's seen the good and the bad of these, of, the, of what we are. So uh, I'm going to let him introduce himself. Because uh, I'm a good guy. So, Ads, hello, mate. Tell hello. people about yourself. Hi, well, thank you very much for having me. It's, it's amazing to be with an honourable team of guys. Thank you. Um, my name's Ads, otherwise Commando Sundials on Instagram, and a former um, community veterans charity worker for the last three and a half years. Now, uh, now purely on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you ex-royal as well? So we've got we're double bootnik. Yes, you've decided to balance out the, the yeah. essenceness of, uh, of this uh, of this Same. Uh, affair. Just uh, yeah. Okay, so um, like I put a, a thing out on uh, Instagram yesterday asking for questions, and that's sorry for guys who wanted the question answered, but that's been overridden by the fact that we've managed to get ads here uh, today. We're going to deal with this while it's all fresh in mind. So the reason we're on this subject, as if people don't know, if you didn't know, where have you fucking been? Uh, so on Sunday, um, it was Sunday, wasn't it? Yeah. So we had a... And it, it, has he been proven to be a fucking Walt already served or not yet? But we had a, basically a, a bagpiper who decided to take part in a fucking... A a stitch up for the police just to get some attention because he's a fucking Mongo. Uh, and what he did, the police had a line down by the Senate after stop people going near it. And so people couldn't do the standard, uh, Remembrance Day parades. And this guy had his little camera team ready and he, he marched along and at a perfect point at which he was in the perfect, uh, shot of the camera, decided to bang a fucking hard left into the police line and got thoroughly denied. Uh, he was pushed by the police away in a standard sort of uh, way and he threw himself on the floor like a wet fish. Um, and then obviously we had all sorts of nutters within our community calling the police Nazis and having to go at them for doing their job when actually it was just some cunt. So with that in mind... I mean, the video, you, you, if you haven't seen this, if this is new to you, it's all online. You can find it. Uh, and that, you know, that, that pissed everyone off because people like him claim to, they're in uniform, you know, of, of sorts and claim to represent this community. And what we thought we'd do, just have a bit of a chat about where we're going wrong. And because I, for one, believe that it's up to the veteran community to police ourselves 
because it's difficult for anyone outside of it to, to do that because they can always be like, well, who the fuck are you? What have you done? That's the standard answer, isn't it? Or you look uh, ungrateful. So that's where we are. And because we know what ads has been doing for like the past three years or whatever it was, um, and you've been in and out of that twice, haven't you? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So because we know he has this, you know, he isn't just someone on the sidelines like we are. Uh, he has been working with the full spectrum of this community. And it's just good to hear from the horse's mouth. So I don't know, where can we start with this, do you think? Any ideas? Mm. Well, I think um, I think the key thing is you, you're talking about policing and, and standards of behaviour. And, and I think often whenever you try and throw any sort of formalised whatever in the way, um, it, it can always instantly put people's backs up. I think really it's kind of like that old thing where you go back to arriving at a section and I'll, and I'll military orientate it a little bit, but you arrive at a section for the first time as a sprog and first you don't know anything. You've just come out of training. You've just come out of depot, whatever. And what you need to be doing is aligning yourself on ideally the most senior person there, you know, look at, look at a role model or look at somebody that issues a certain standard of behavior and then maybe think, maybe, and and we're we're trying to think logically. And when you're talking logically and dealing with illogical people who may have other problems or issues, it is very, very complicated. But try and by by way of demonstration, demonstrate, I don't know, methods or standards that are more appropriate mm-hmm. and, and by that way help to spread the message that, you know, there's there's ways to behave that can get help. And then there's ways not to behave that's just going to fuck everything up for everybody else. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah. that's my lesson there. I mean, do yeah. we not know this already as being human beings, that there is a <laughs> sense of just stop being a twat? Totally. You know, I mean, you know, there's a way to act. And we've always said it, that the fact that just because you're a veteran doesn't make you fucking entitled. And yeah. often the ones who, who make the most noise are the ones who've done fuck all, um, did a couple of minutes, and they're the ones who are making all the noise for all the attention. Um, you know, how you present yourself, there's a right and a wrong way to do it. You know, as as veterans, as soldiers, as we should be on the side of the police. We should be there to support them. You know, at the end of the day, they're also providing, you know, they're, they're giving a service. They're doing their duty. Why do you think they're there? Are they, are they, is it that individual's choice to stand in a line next to a load of other people who happen to have an individual's choice to stand in a line? No, they've mm-hmm. been asked or tasked to do something, just like you were when you were standing on a picket line or you stood on a, or whatever else you were doing. Yeah. Not, can I, sorry, Ben, can I just add, add something to support that as well? Um, with the, the other thing about the people that are attacking or, or making statements about the police, and as you say, those individuals that have stood there, the... The thing is, if you really get into our community and if you really get into the subsurface and um, and what's below, when you really start working amongst these communities, there's actually some pretty frightening stuff out there. And it's very frightening. And I'm absolutely pleased that, A, I'm not in law enforcement, and B, that there are people there to... It's easy to stand there and barrack room lawyer it and go, you're mm-hmm. fucking pigs, this, that. Are, are you going to do it, mate? Are you going to organise this group or are you going to save lives? Are you going to... No, you stood here for one day to make a mass, as you said, make a massive noise. 
without realizing the true nature of what's out there um, in the darkness. And it's frightening. It's, it's unconventional. It's, um, it doesn't play by the rules. Um, I've come across it and thank God the police are there and, and by attacking them and just generally being a dick, it doesn't help. Sorry. That's me. I quite agree with you. Yeah. I mean, also, when you've got a deflating cat being squeezed into someone's ear as well, <laughs> at the same time, it doesn't really help. I, I was I was attached to the Scots DGs uh, for about six months when I was in Tupara, and every morning they played these bloody bagpipes. Now, granted, bagpipes, when you hear it at a funeral or you hear it also, it's, it's pretty epic, quite mind-blowing and everything else. Every fucking day... <laughs> Is a fucking <laughs> and, and and I suppose the last thing is this guy getting your back up, uh, playing a set of bagpipes when he's already a dick. You know, you've just double dicked. Yeah. yeah, we mentioned it before. Me about the police is that like they get absolutely fucking hammered, no matter what they do. For the amount yeah. they get paid, but like I think they get they get more of a hard time than like military and squads and stuff just because they're in the public limelight so much. I mean, we've even said yeah. before that if. If stuff that the military did was so sort of videoized and everyone to see, they'd get just mm. as much shit as the coppers. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. It's yeah. any any anybody in a community facing role, um, anybody who either in the NHS or working. I mean, working at the community where you're dealing with uh, social work, um, prison reform, um, addictions. Um, it it is frightening. It, it requires so many levels of specialization um, and and compassion. And again, dealing with, as my wife would often say, you're working at fucking Mad Hatter's tea party. Mm. You're trying, we're, we're, we're now having a three-way logical chat um, and, and we've kind of got each other a kind of a, tri, a kind of a three-way of, of sexual alpha <laughs> energy um, of, of, of some pretty serious, some really serious cat bite. I mean, Especially the the more cabbagey of the cat badges, it's very serious. You know, it's very yeah. it's very very powerful. But very in the pretty community, as well. yeah, it's pretty and beautiful, like us <laughs> yeah. with lovely hair. But no, it's um, but but no, the community is really it's a frightening place to be, and I've and I've seen it, and I'm not going to lie, it scares me. There's been times even in my job where I've seen some rabble rousing, I've seen some online, I mean, I've I've seen threats to life brought about by online forums, which have threatened physical livelihoods of people. Mm-hmm. And and it comes from people who are like, and you could say, I bet this guy's done about four years in the military. He he wanted to be an infantryman, but he ended up going into tanks. He's a bit stressed, and now he's out, and now he's one of the brothers. He's a veteran. Yeah, veterans <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna wear your veterans badge. Oh, what? Someone's gonna take it, take it off? Wrong fucking answer. <laughs> <laughs> my rights. And you're like, oh my. And and then and then a bloke's getting death threats. His wife's getting death, and you're like. You sense that having to start picking it apart, printing out pages of Facebook comments, ringing up various parties and going, right, okay, what's this all about? You know, this if, if there's a uniform policy, if there's a uniform policy that says, you know, take your veterans badge off, take your fucking veterans badge off. That's the uniform yeah. policy, not <laughs> well, I I, I want to wear leather chaps to work and a fucking strap on and a ball gag in my mouth because that's what I like to do on the sidelines. No. It's, anyway, um, yeah. It's, well, I think it's, this is pretty much where we're trying to go with this. Is like it's the sense of entitlement. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's this idea that because for a period of our lives we chose to do a specific job, uh, that 
you know, meant that potentially we might die. And there's plenty of fucking jobs like that. Guess what? Yes. You know, plenty of jobs like that. Uh, we're somehow on a pedestal beyond criticism and are entitled to all sorts of things that the average person on the street that just does their, you know, makes a, an average living and supports the economy and the country in that way. Uh, we're, we're somehow better than them. And that's, that's kind of where, uh, I mean, you've, you've seen that as it applies to attitudes with people trying to get care. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, so, so that there is, so entitlement now, we're very fortunate and as you say we've, we've we've done this job that we chose to do and bizarrely not bizarrely but there 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 is there is that 365 day seven day a week contract that that mm -hmm. everybody does sign which makes it it does make it stand out and i have to try and say this diplomatically it does make it stand out from a lot of other jobs you may not necessarily be in a role that's going to be putting you in harm's way but on paper if there was world war 10 and a half everybody would be called and whatever so it, mm -hmm. it, it looks at it that way it also the british government definition of a veteran as it stands at the moment is any person that has served for 24 hours in the regular or reserve forces of this country which Roger. that's probably a whole that's probably a whole that's probably a whole Thanks. other podcast um, but yeah. i'm just giving you the, the the kind of mandate for support yeah and, and there are some people and, and then you've got people who are who have service attributable injuries and these are genuine people. I mean, in any walk of life, um, I was once—I was once um, putting out of the opinion, "Oh, yeah, you know, we—you do need support, but people should be kind of what we're doing now." And a lady who worked for a big banking firm once told me this: "She goes, Adam, some of you guys do do a lot of very, very extreme stuff." I was in an organisation where one bank took over another bank. Um, a bloke sued for, for constructive dismissal because the other two lads were speaking a different language to him and he thought they had a business advantage. His payout was nearly half a million pounds. So that's that's in the corporate sector. So that's to give you a bit of balance. So so if, if people are genuinely in need and, and, and that's medical evidence, that um, can be social evidence, that's military evidence and a genuinely need, then those people deserve absolutely the fundamentals of help and support that these organisations can give. But the trouble is, there's so many different tiers within that where mm -hmm. people and like in society, yeah. um, if you grow up in an area where every man and his dog's got a walking stick, if, if the area of unemployment is low in that particular area and it's like, uh, Johnny, you had a walking stick yesterday, but you didn't have one today. Oh, you know, because so-and-so is watching me. There are people that will play the game mm -hmm. and they, and then you're into like a kind of counterinsurgency of, so I've got my 95 year old world war two veterans. Okay. I've got them. I've then got this kind of last 15-year highly kinetic um, piece that's that's our – I keep using the term our peer group, but I, what I mean by that is the kind of the last 15 years. Mm -hmm. And and then there is this kind of 30-year period of the troubles where there, where the care wasn't as good, and it's there. But so if, if there is a genuine issue and there's a genuine whatever, there is so much available to support you especially with your mental health. If you have poor mental health, go and see a GP. That is the proven route. Go and see a GP and start the process. Don't fight the process. Start the process and make sure someone supports you. None of that, though, gives you any right to start. <laughs> mm -hmm. When the police tell you to stay away from something or somebody tells you to do something, you don't have the right to... Um... 
sorry, yeah. I've gone off on a massive rant there. Sorry, I've done a I've yeah, done do, a do, apology. No, Carry uh, on, mate. It's, it, it's trying it's trying to maintain a, that um, that there are some desperate people in some desperate states who are genuine and do require a lot of help. But amongst that, there is the as I often say to my my client group, you have an entitlement, but not a right to be entitled. And some of the civilian non-military people that used to work with me found found it very challenging the day in day out behavior the needy grabbing and i used to work um, feeding people I, I was a i was a ta chef before i became a uh, and i don't mind admitting that i'm very good at making egg banjos um, i did 14 days military training i had two pooches on my webbing i've got fots it's alley <laughs> you know, were, they, uh, want... were they were they pooch eggs they were pooch eggs and i did i did a section attack in fact, I did a, I did a half section attack when I was in the TA, and um, I'm now like Gareth from the office. But um, uh-huh. but yeah, so cooking, cooking's a thing I do, and I love it, and I still do. So I was so for me, it was a basic service. It was always about we do the basics well. We feed people, we communicate with people, and we provide a social environment, and we try as best we can to signpost because we are not trained to deal with the weight of darkness of society um and that's not military attributable injuries that's pre-military societal mm. problems which unfortunately is epic and and there's a quote somewhere it is not incumbent upon one man to save society it's society's job to save society and i and god i've i've i've, I've fought the trojan war on that one where it's like and, and in the last three years military genuine battlefield injured or battlefield traumatized or multi-battlefield traumatized or stress-related extreme where a person is just broken which is very common i i would say i've seen more of societal where alcohol violence poverty um home breakdowns prior to joining the military are the cause of the dysfunction and and it's really complicated you can be dealing with personality disorders you can be dealing with all sorts and they happen to be a veteran so i I, uh, I, I think i completely agree with you there um and obviously i'm no professional nor had much experience and fortunate enough as i said uh previously um i've been in jobs where i'm the bad guy's bad guy so often (laughs) i'm lucky enough to to know what i'm going into when i'm when i'm going on to target and and the situations i've been in uh, which are a lot more fortunate than uh, my comrades in the uh, in the regular army. Um, but what I would say is what I've noticed within the HR4K community type thing that we get is actually much of this stems from pre-service. Um, so what I picked up on, again, no, no uh, expert, I picked up on was the fact that maybe um, the military masked uh, many of these sort of social issues that they had previously from alcoholism, abuse, neglect, uh, dependency, lack of daddy figure, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And actually it masked that. And then when they left, they no longer had their friends around them or the comfort zone to bounce off. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also naturally, again, you know, men have um, a fucking crazy inherent um want to fucking top themselves they've also naturally go into forms of depression at certain stages of their lives just like women change from yep. their hormonal things so yep. Yep. obviously that compounds those issues but I, yep. do you know what? i'm glad you said that because it's something that i've certainly been saying for a long time now that um i don't necessarily blame the military 
for many of the mental health issues I blame actually pre this. And I think the military is often a great excuse for people to diagnose those issues for. Yeah, it's um, no, I mean, so there there are, I mean, there is from, from what I've seen in the science of the thing is there's some new funky science, which is phenomenal. The Americans are leading it. I mean, in fact, Hugh Keir's podcast, he interviewed a lovely lady who was looking Mm -hmm. at the science of battlefield trauma and the effect on the brain, particularly in regards to kinetic breaching, to use of explosives, in the same way that football players from the 60s Mm -hmm. are now experiencing um, concussive-related illnesses or... And also another way how our brains deal with with trauma, uh, particularly in the battlefield and everything else. And there are some very specific, some really interesting science that's going on, which could probably change the way we we look at the brain. But but so far in terms of, you know, the, the complex side of mental health, it, it requires a team. It re- I mean, it requires it, it requires engagement with uh, sitting around, chops, you know, telling the world about it isn't good it like in the same way if you rip your hamstring you'll go to the doctor and you'll get it sorted you've got to engage and and fix it but those there have been areas in the past where the military probably has neglected those but now with the science um they have they have they have started to i mean we've seen it with with trauma risk management and, and trim and everything else they've understood that uh that's that certain people get affected however all of that um doesn't ever excuse bad behaviour. Yeah. <laughs> can I can I ask you a question? As just yeah. on that, mate. Is yeah, sure. Uh, t- t- tell me what you think. But I-, I personally feel that people are absolutely ripping the arse out of the mental health thing as well. I think um, <laughs> the reason why I say that is because um, I think. Um, we're almost making, and I'm not talking about the genuine cases here. I'm yeah. almost saying that society is almost making every excuse uh, and then to blame it onto mental health rather yeah. than sometimes in society as human beings, sometimes we actually need to, and I know a lot of people don't like this saying, but sometimes you do need to man up. Sometimes you do need the playground situation to strengthen you and give you those um, foundation blocks to strengthen your mind and strengthen your mental health because sometimes life is shit sometimes bad things do happen but if everyone is suddenly on the sick with a biff shit from mental health well the light the world's not going to function um granted i'm not the most pc guy so forgive me but you understand what i'm saying between the gaps um the the point Um, i'm saying is 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 do you think that sometimes um I think we need to. I think we need to be aware of mental health and and the issues surrounding it. But at the same time, I also think society needs to ensure survival by strengthening in itself. Well, uh, <laughs> mate, you've, I, I, I will. I will. I will. Parts of that, I think, uh, resilience and kind of fortitude. Again, are there are ways of of developing that. Um, I don't know. I think really in the kind of the the science of of it, and I'm not a psychiatrist or a psychologist, but um, and and again, myself, I was I was eventually medically discharged and diagnosed with a this, the complex PTSD that everybody talks about. So I am one of those people, <laughs> <laughs> and so um, and so the the journey of that from when I became unwell. Uh, and had to start looking at uh, 
myself and getting the treatment, especially within the core as a, as a brotherhood of lads who were all suffering and struggling and certain people decided to do a, to go about it in a very positive and engaging way, which is there's something not right here and I need to sort it out. I need to get better. I, we as a community within the core, we know all of us in the same age bracket have all done, we've, we've just done a fairly kinetic tour um, and our reactions and responses to that. There's a, there's a few serious waves going on here and for, for, for different people, um, I, I saw different levels of capability to go on to complete multiple tours. And and I, and I often think of it, <clears throat> I think the brain is like a, it's like it's a highly advanced laptop. And I don't think they really know, um, you know, you can kick a laptop once and it might still function. You can kick a laptop twice and the hard drive might still, you could kick it three times. You could probably kick it 10 times or you kick a laptop on the first go and it's gubbed the hard drive and it doesn't work. It, it, there's something in that, and I and there's a science to it. However, what about prior to that? Uh, I'm, I'm sort of more sort of suggesting, like to your first point about society, where um, we I think it's important to understand that, but rather than using, you know, st- you know, a build the building blocks at the early stages in society of, of the early stages of that individual uh, to build to strengthen themselves. You yeah. know, we're now hearing now that, oh, um, it's all right to have mental health issues because you don't quite like the way your nose looks. It's all right to, to oh, she got pushed over in the playground when she was four and now she's got a complex something or other. And he likes, well, you know, there is life, you know, and there is a certain amount of stuff that we need to strengthen ourselves the military is a different beast and, and the police are a different beast or hu- being adults and dealing with being kids and dealing with, with um, massively stressful situations, etc. Uh, I get it. I'm just talking about the trivia that is often attributed to mental health, but I feel that sometimes yeah. they, they, we want to strengthen is, our kids. Yeah. It, it's the same issue, isn't it? So it's just, well, we're talking about two slightly sort of different things. It's the, the, like anyone can find a problem if they want it. Yeah, you know I mean, we've all got something to happen to us in the past that we can make a drama with, and then yeah. we can use that to as a, a thing, a, a drum to bang for the rest of our lives, and blame it on where we are now. Uh, like that's different than. I mean, I, I'm aware of what you know you've gone through, and I don't particularly want to go down that road because that's, no, no. that's not why no. you're. That's not why you're here, mate. No. Um, um, so, I, I, yeah. Yeah, it's. it's, it's we're it's, talking it's, about it's like, that. Go on. Yeah, mate. It, 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 I think it's it, 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 with 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 this kind of. Um, I mean, that's the thing. Like fortitude, resilience, and 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 again, it's changed so much. I mean, even in the military now, I think on leaving the military, um, in terms of. It, I mean, we get we get into everything. Then you get into like diversity and inclusion, and uh, and and my wife's still serving in the military uh, in the kind of the normal green military, and I love the daily dits. You know, I love the daily dits about so and so got sent home because they were crying and dirty and then and then so and so won't listen in a team brief and i'm like just get the fucker thrown in the lock get that and she's like you can't do that anymore and i said look if we fucked up we were going in the lock every morning i can't even get my hair cut on camp because fucking corporal wouldn't let me and then it's like ads niche niche it's not happening anymore that doesn't that's just you know and 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 there's the kind of the hard charging (laughs) you know uh, yeah, I, I uh, and then yeah, I, uh, 
I'm, I'm stumped. I'm stumped for words. It's um, <laughs> yeah. society, well, society does make a rod for its own back, doesn't it? Yes, yeah, um, it does. And the military does it more than, than many. I've said this uh, often. Uh, officers become politicians. They're concerned about, you know, uh, the reflection on themselves. Um, become overly risk adverse, etc. We, we always have to show as a government organisation that we are keeping up with whatever, um, you know, to ensure that we're towing the line. And that must be important to be seen to be doing that over um, our own views and values, etc. Yeah. Um, and I think there is a rod for you, for you back. And I think this may be linked back to the original point. In the military, there's going to be people who take advantage of that. And there's mm. people in the military. I mean, we saw it back in two para um uh, an Asian lad who was going around with a dictaphone, almost encouraging some sort of a racial slur against him. When actually we had people like Rosie and loads of other lads yeah. who were also Asian, that there was no dramas. But people, were, and then we found out his brother, who also joined the police, did the same thing. So there are people doing that. There is also, uh, you know, other kids uh, or, or guys and girls doing the same sort of thing, looking for that victimhood and playing on that card. And then we see the same thing with veterans. We see, yeah. the, see, see the same thing going back into there. Unfortunately, going back to your po- point originally, Ads, was the fact that there's always going to be shits and scrotes uh, that are going to play the system. There, there's a, there's a word, and, and you're right, and, the, and there's a word um, within, within the community, especially up here, which was coined for me by a non-military charity, which started getting an understanding. Um, they started getting a kind of ground truth of what they called professional veterans, which was their words, not mine. And that's yeah. from a non-military orientated charity providing um, providing huge um, output and service for um, incredible stuff. I mean, there's, there's so much stuff. It's like, you know, it, it's like, again, my good counterpart, who's a legend, former psychiatric nurse, used to work with me, and she's a fucking legend in her own bed space. You know, I was, gift, I was a gift to have her. Um, she was like... Her, her her kind of um, preconception was going to be working with these sort of um, old grandpas who, you know, would, and, and we did. We had eight of them. We were very blessed. We had eight World War II era guys, and they were phenomenal. Um, but more and more, going back to sort of society and, and everything else, junkies, addicts, guy tells you he's a former stripey and whatever you're like okay okay and bear it in mind it was my job to always be not not any kind of gay hashtag so i can't even say gay hashtag anymore um, hashtag but um <laughs> be be kind you know it, and i always would compassion compassion would always win the day no matter how fucking badly some of these people would try and treat me i'll defeat it always with a smile and just say well and and it always worked but um but in that yeah chances um liars uh, people always think about waltz. I bizarrely never really came across waltz. It's more bloaters. Um, I probably mm-hmm. dealt with one waltz who was just an old, lonely man who just needed a hot meal and just there was a way of sort of saying, look, mate, um, I just need a bit more paperwork from you. If you could show me a bit more of your service. I said, have your dinner and then come back and, you know, and, and try and diffuse. And mm-hmm. whereas you've got people that will are robbing every other veteran for drug money. Um, I know one parallel that got stabbed by another veteran in a, in a, in a multi-million pound housing facility. Um, um, it, it, it beggars belief. And, and through not, so now we're talking in this group, I mean, I have a strength and a, and a kind of a connection, but when you're on your own out on the ground and you're like, 
you know, there's mm. people taking advantage and there's people, as I said, this professional veteran culture and this entitlement of, mm. you know, oh, what, there's a free bus pass. I want a fucking free bus pass. Is he, yeah. what, he got a Christmas pudding in his fucking back. These are all genuine things I'm talking about through loose example. <laughs> Why did he get a fucking Christmas pudding? I want a Christmas pudding. You're like, how how are you behaving? And yeah. and for my, my, my non-military volunteers, they saw this behavior on a day-to-day basis and it was... They 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 went in there with a the preconception that they were going to be helping these kind of honourable soldiers that had, uh, and ultimately dealing with kind of maladjusted children who, yeah, it's um and, and then I, you see I that saw behavior. that at Headley Court. I saw that at Headley Court. Lads who just got injured, and the the world's throwing everything at them. Help the heroes is on the rise. Yeah. Um, the staff at Headley Court, these women are getting free trips to football clubs and and red carpet events so they're running around loving it you know and there's a lot of entitlement in there you know i'm a hero uh why am i not getting this why am i not getting that um you know um the focus should be on getting better and and or or if there is a long-term condition accessing long-term support with it with a view to just try we're trying to maintain a um as I said, I, 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 I was, you know, some, you know, I, I did a bit of time in, in Headley, and and I wasn't there long enough. But um, but yeah, so much, so much, so soon, um, and um, and again, it's like, well, you know, I'm I'm going to get medically discharged. I, I, I need to think about my place in the world. A trip to Brands Hatch. <laughs> I mean, a trip to Brands Hatch is. Um, that's amazing, but uh, but you know I've I've got a few. I, I know where my problem areas lie, and I kind of know what I need to do. I need to kind of get there, um, and, and and so community engagement, positive and, and positive engagement within communities. And I've heard you talk about it, Ben. Community, not institution. Uh, again, I sit in the car and I'm like screaming, "Yes, Ben! Yes, yes! <laughs> Communities, not institute, fucking institutions! Fuck off! And, uh, fucking blazer wearing fuckers! Fuck you! And uh, you know, fucking you know, what, I've, not got a, I've not got a navy blazer with gold buttons. Fuck off! Some bloke called me a scruffy cunt at this Remembrance Day. I was like, mate, I'm just here to fucking remember. I remember yeah. every day, but I don't, there's no dress. You know, you do what you mm. need to do. So, so yeah, and 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 also, I didn't obviously say that to. Her. I said, oh, well, you know, you've got your right to how you feel. Mate, I've got the right to how I feel. DS, DS answer. Yeah. yeah, that's it all the time. You know, you turn around and go, look at the state of you. <laughs> right, mate. What the fuck? What fucking cat badge is that? Sunshine. <laughs> fucking hell. What, um, what did you I've have got, to do I've, to earn that lid? You know, I've anyway. got uh, I've got a little dip. Just talking about uh, Waltz, a uh, little dip. And um, uh, so. Um, a few years ago, um, a mate of mine, um, well, he, he, every year he goes to Arnhem, meets up with the old boys in Arnhem, and every year he, he's, uh, he sees the old boys. And there was always a lad that turned up who was like sort of a really random age. He was just a little bit too young to be at Arnhem, but also too old for anyone to really work out what his background was. He'd turn up, he'd have the whole Power Edge stuff on and everything else. And he'd always turn up to the pubs, but just sort of loiter in the corner. Now... Um, all the old boys knew that he was a Walt, but just kind of let him go. But what he used to do is he used to hang around with the younger lads. And um, anyway, he's turned around to my mate and he said, um, Simo, you know, yeah, this, uh, no, this, 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 uh, 
this kind of random walk. Uh, he turned around to a mate of mine called Simo and he said, um, okay. listen, no, uh, I've been coming here for many years, you know, and he's kind of making out that he was at Arnhem, but the age just doesn't quite work it out and no one else can can, can suss him either. And he turns around to Simo and said, look, you know, I've been coming every year, meet you and, and everything else. Is there any chance that uh, maybe I could... Oh... Oh, textbook, textbook. <laughs> Fucking hell. We lost him. Switch, switch, switch net. Switch <laughs> net. Oh, dear. Lost... Has he actually gone? Are you Are you there, Ben? The right, you. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, are you, you meant it. Right. Meant yeah. It. Start again, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> vinegar strokes. What the vinegar strokes is I was like this. I think... What did you do? <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> what did you do next? Am I there? So, so, uh, oh, fucking hell. Uh, let me, uh, let me oh, get you onto this. Uh, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Here we I'm go. Good, I'm good, I'm good. Here we go, here we go. Right, okay, okay, right. Where, where was I? Where was I? It, it was turned I? to you, mate. Fascinating story. Yeah. Okay, so he turned to my mate and he said, Listen, can I, uh, I've known you're going to Iraq. Would I better write to you just for morale and then just, you know, it'd be good to have, have pen pals? And my mate, as innocent as he is, was like, look, you know, you're an old boy. Uh, you're, uh, you know, I respect where you've come from. Because my mate didn't know he was a bull. And um, he was like, yeah, absolutely. It'd be an absolute honour to receive letters from you while I'm in Iraq. Anyway, these letters over a period of time started just picking up a little bit. You know, I like the way you were dressed. I like the way you wow. looked. And it, when it, eventually it came on, it said, do you think it's wrong for a man of my age to have feelings for a man of your age? Amazing. And it went, and then, and then it, the penny dropped after like, I mean, talking to like a six months old, my mate enjoying these regular letters. And, and I think we worked out that this is a waltzing to such an extreme. He would pose as an Arnhem veteran just to try and bag off young paratroopers. Amazing. I mean, it's not made of wood, mate. Don't shit, <laughs> no, don't shit splinters. <laughs> That, that's pretty disgusting. much thing is the blokes will be all over that Some, fucking, and, and blokes I, like, that, this is amazing he'd, be, he'd that, end up in the fucking block if mortars had got if mortars exactly. had got hold of that it would have been a bit um, I mean there's... the thing is when when he presented this and he, saw, he went the next year and he saw the old boys and told them the story they went yeah we know for years yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've all we've all done him. <laughs> think, you know, and that that story. That sto- I mean, I honestly, I over the time, my my time, it it doesn't. There's all sorts, and um, mm-hmm. and 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 I, and I think, I mean, I suddenly realised going back to what we said earlier, the majority, I think, of of the veteran community, I think there's something like two million, or I don't know. Again, don't know the proper statistic. The majority are committed, working. I think members of the community, and I and I, mm-hmm. and I think we should highlight what what a strong and decent community it is but as always in the section there's always one bloke who doesn't turn two from the night before on the monday and sergeant major goes is everybody here is everybody here gents and you're like i think so sir i'm like where's smith where is he he's not here is he go and find him and so there's always one Um, and so uh like uh, and that's it and and turn so there's there's a pandemic um, you've been told to stay away for safety of others and yourself. Oh, I know what I'm going to do on a Sunday. I'm going to travel to London and I'm going to march at the police uh, because I've got a right to be there, even though I've been told in the best interest of public health and safety just to stay away and yeah. be part of the solution, 
not the problem. So, so I think the majority of the veteran community is pretty hoofing. I think 100%. so, and and they're amazing. And and again, my my organisation. On the whole, I have to remember that when I'm not having a fucking dark, depressive, sat there naked, covered in my own feces moment, um, mm-hmm. that they are a good group. It's it's but the tiring, the the ones that cause the most nause, and it's not just a small nause; it can be a massive nause, and that mm-hmm. is the thing that's um, you know difficult. So massive big up to the population. However, it's for the small amount who probably need to hear um, from the peer group. Look, adjust your behaviour accordingly. Yeah, and, 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 you know. No, that's exactly it. And that's kind of why, I mean, we've gone down a few rabbit holes now, but that's kind of why this, this what this episode's about is, I think it's, we, because when I, I put a post up about it and then I think, uh, what's his name? Fizz One Actual, the uh, yeah. ex-guards lad who's now, yep. he's, he was fire service and he's police. So he's yep. fucking massively yep. badge collecting. But, yep. uh he did a post as well, and it was it was a really it was better it was better than mine. It was a really yep. good post. It's very well um, written. Yep. All I got all day, in fact, twice for about thirty six hours, was people messaging me saying, "So glad you're talking about this. So yep. glad this is a thing." And with the policing ourselves thing, like yeah. we can't be afraid of, of yeah. exactly like you say, the peer group turning around and going, "What are you doing?" Yeah. You are, you're being a cunt. You're making us all look bad. Stop being a dick. Like, there's nothing wrong with saying that. And and, and, we... and being a soldier. Sorry to like being. I'm going back yeah. to you know when if if your section corporal turn around and goes right, mate, um, pack that. Don't pack that. Wear that. That's not how we do it in the field. Mm-hmm. Um, you're doing that well. Do that and then follow me. You go right. Okay. Mirror, mirror the actions of mm-hmm. a peer who. And, and again, I, I may sound like, oh, bootneck. And I used to get this in the charity. Oh, you only care about bootnecks. Or, no, I don't. I started off in the TA as a private soldier, as a chef. Very, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been in the Marines if it wasn't for my time in the Territorial Army. And again, the volunteer soldier is twice the citizen, gents. Remember that. <laughs> remember that. Okay, remember that. I, I had the, you know, I was in the Royal Logistics Corps. Amazing. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, but, 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 so I often get that. Oh, yeah, you're a bootneck. You wouldn't understand. And I said, well, actually, I, I, I deployed as a reservist. I have an experience, and I, I saw good and bad practices for us in the kind of the Green Army, and in mm-hmm. fact, not even the Green Army, the kind of the volunteer bit that got dragged into, um, you know. And and I also have done a little bit of stuff, and done an arduous course. I, mm-hmm. I don't own the rights to anything. I am just a fucking bloke, um, but there's a way of behavior you know and, and so it's yeah um it's when when somebody in my community turns around you know what adds uh, and i can still go fuck you i'm going to do it anyway but at least if you've got a bit of feedback you know totally. and that's what it is it's like coaching you're kind of coaching each yeah. other on right we're now civilians mm-hmm. because that's what we are and i'm happy yeah. to be that that's where i am now how do i use bits of my good past to you know work well now and interact with the majority because as a veteran population we are the minority in a huge yeah. sea of world that existed way before us so sorry i've yeah. gone off this is please this isn't the ads show i'm sorry i've done a lot you're here for that reason uh, so um, i've got a name i've got a name for this one i'm uh, going for baked bean to raw marine Oh, oh, wow. oh, yes. uh, oh. That is amazing. My thing is, Ben, that's amazing. 
but it doesn't really portray what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, open up a can. Uh, yeah, I uh, suppose not. Yeah, yeah. Nah. <laughs> bacon, sandwich, bacon sandwich anti-tank. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, Cheese possessed the hard way. No. Did you come up with uh, better lay, better latte than never as well, Ben? Was that uh, yours? Yeah, my, was my, that... No, I think that was that was me. Yeah, better latte uh, than never. Unbelievable. Yeah. I, well, I, you know, it's a, it's dad it's dad jokes. It's, it's yeah. what you're meant to do, isn't it? You just come up with shit puns. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's cool. So it's a bit, a bit of like light-hearted. Well, it's not very really light-hearted, but give me an example. Give us some examples of turds, mate. So um, the worst on a on a on like a, the subject of entitled. So the worst example of someone who uh, wanted that sort of level of. Oh, if he's got that, if I'm entitled to this, I want this. Who didn't need it? You know what I mean? Um, so I think going into lockdown, um, a, a, a client with, um, with with substantial medical issues, genuinely uh-huh. granted, possibly yeah. non-military related, um, uh-huh. through, um, through various organisations, a huge raft of support. And I'm going to be very vague about it because yeah, it's yeah. confidential. But um, huge raft of support, um, in, including debt relief, um, internal home, whatever, bloody, and then and then us feeding. I mean, we're feeding hundred or so a week, um, which was part of our mandate. It's designed to be a social drop-in. But uh, but at the beginning of lockdown, phoning up um, adds adds nice people in the housing, doesn't he? Yeah. I've got a squirrel, yeah. Uh, what do you want ads to do? Can he come and remove it? We're in lockdown. Um, have you got? Can you get a quote? All right, it's 120 quid to remove a squirrel. All right, this gentleman it probably wasn't physically able to do it. I get that through uh-huh. medical. That's genuine. But yeah, <laughs> I also I also know about some circumstances which meant that he was probably in a position to fund the the, the yes. said sum. And I'm like. <laughs> Or buy an air rifle, and I'm like, so so I'm 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 trying to like literally run the operation feeding our lot in and around the city, and it's like um, and I've got my ground call sign who was a legend, pretty much running a logistics hub out of her own home, and Mm -hmm. we're feeding people, and we've got and and then the other one, um, so that was that one, so that was the first lockdown, fucking funny, like you're like this once what. Fucking squirrel! We're trying to feed people. They're fucking starving. There's fucking people out there with no. There are genuinely people that can't cook. They're, I mean, there honestly, there are hard kind of charging alpha yeah. male warriors aside. There are genuine people that need that, that. When you meet them on a one-to-one basis, they do need support, um, mm-hmm. and they probably need a lot more support from local government and a whole other thing. And I could blame that all day, but I, I can't. What was the other one? Oh, somebody. We we had food bags made up for people. Um, and my again, my coworker um, who Jen for fifteen weeks genuinely deserves a fucking proper gong for the work that she's done, and I'm I'm on the process of sorting that out because she's a legend. And um, took a food bag to somebody, a veteran, <laughs> who then because it, we had food bags made up for families, veteran families, middles and thingy, and because it had the word small on it, we she essentially got a text message threatening to gang rape the entire team. Um, he, he, made, he made references to deliverance. Um, because uh, because we were already fucking with his already messed up head. I'm like, what? I'm what? like, 
I said, I said that that individual will not make threats. I said, and we will no longer service. We will no longer serve. And you're like, and then that person will then turn around and go, that 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 fucking charity, bunch of cunts. Sorry, I just swore, but bunch of cunts. They don't do anything. And you're like, but your behaviour to start with, if if you are aggressive, if you, and I used to say that to guys, I'd be like, look, I know you worked up, I know you're angry, but if you go down to another huge veterans charity that we were co-located with i said they are awesome at what they do register book in have an appointment and then come back and see me let's have a wet and talk through the next plan mm -hmm. do not go down there and kick off because it will shut down the doors people don't want aggression they need yeah. to just so yeah but i drink a fucking liter of vodka a day you're like <laughs> um, and, the, and the other one the other the other one was um somebody that that there was a job, you know, and we did lots of kind of flexible stuff and lots of other things. And um, blokes stealing large amounts of money, thousands of euros off other people, um, uh, and and pretending to be, yeah, I'll do this, I'll do that. And and again, the thing with addiction and junkies is junkies will will unfortunately sell their own mothers to um, mm -hmm. and 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 veterans who are junkies are very good. At, pertaining to be a certain thing and you'll go oh right he's a good lad he's swept up mm -hmm. and uh yeah uh, so yeah theft um it, there's all sorts um and, and then the majority on the outsides just genuinely vulnerable people who yeah. want a hot dinner a cup of tea a place to socialize and play pool which was all i really <clears throat> wanted to do the basics because i'm not trained to do anything else i wanted to deliver that and um and you end up getting hit with you know, society, addiction, benefits, um, yeah. housing issues. And it's like at one at a certain stage, you have to say, well, I enjoy being charitable and I'm genuinely in this to help people. I do not care, um, you know, and my coworker who works with me will vouch for that. So I'm not just some bloke who's trying to suck himself off for, mm -hmm. the, for the purposes of this. And it's fucking exhausting. It's well, yeah, fucking like that, exhausting. It's, um, I'll, we should probably make clear that you've done this twice. So you did it for a period, then you had to step yeah. away because you were just burnt out. You yeah. went back to it, and you've now burnt out again and yeah. had to step away. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know what I mean? uh, and, and, and the thing is, because the, we don't, the support, when you kind of engage with themes like this or dealing with society, I mean, you're, you're dealing with people that have been in the prison system um, all I'll say on that is think about the raft of crimes that people can do. Mm -hmm. And maybe they're things that you don't agree or disagree with, but you have to be eternally compassionate to all mm -hmm. that turn up at your door. And over time, you're like, well, if I hear one more dit about, and a, and a lot of it is blokes getting involved in crime or, and, and then that, in, that introduces another element, which is like, look, I'm, I'm, I'm I, I was expecting to, to deal with guys that had caught it up in a contact Mm -hmm. And had come home, and and wanted a bit of community support. Or and what I found was that you, you you're dealing with the, the alcohol addiction issues, the poverty, the gambling, um, addict. Well, well that's yeah. So actually, what I mean, the problem that you had there is that it's people using the fact that yeah, they spent a limited time, they get that veteran badge, yeah. and then they're then in a catch-all. Because I think when people think about. Uh, Veterans, I know we fucking we're on this, even though we didn't want to. Uh, when people talk about the veterans charity thing, that's what people think. That's what they think they're donating to. They think they're donating to blokes who've been smashed, got dramas because of things they've done in their line of work. And yeah, what you the reality is that quite a lot of it is people who had problems anyway, had made some poor life choices maybe, and are now 
tapped yeah. into the same basket. It's and and I have to say, and there are some big. There is a, a big charity, um, and they're amazing. They're amazing at, at what mm-hmm. they now. The thing. The thing is, big charity. You're stepping into a whole other ball game of podcasting. I mean, that's like yeah. running a, a business. That's that's like a big charity is like corporate business. Um, whereas yeah. frontline frontline soldiers delivering, you know, having the one to ones, picking mm-hmm. up the picking up the intelligence, picking up the the dips, and you know, how how can we help you with this? Um, yeah. f- for me, I, I was involved with literally the pound that was given to me in my tin while shaking my tin stood there on the high street. Yeah. would then go to buying a meal or um, supporting with an emergency fuel payment if somebody was cold. And yeah. the, the, the bigger charities they are, that's honestly, that's a whole other ball game and way above my, like, uh, you know. Well, we, my, won't, but, we won't go into that because yeah. Ben will yeah. fucking headbutt the screen. <laughs> it's honestly, it's um, fund, funding and funding, getting funding and trying to survive and where the funding's going is that's, you'd need somebody on from a big charity who'd be able to answer for yeah. that. Whereas for me, it was, you know, I could run what I could run very cheaply. And, uh-huh. um, and again, was supported by good people like contact coffee who, uh, who helps uh-huh. me out in the shadows. Um, and, like and not for, you know, and not for free again, working, trying to work partnership, working, come up with a way of, I don't want freebies. Don't want yeah. charity charity. I, I want to be able to pay for something and get some help by providing something in the same breath. Yeah. And, and again, sorry, I've just had a massive chops off there. It's, uh, it's, it's, forgive me, it's not the commander's on the show. Um, but, well, it kind of is. It kind well, of is today. It's, yeah. but, but, but going back to behaviour like at, at the Cenotaph, and um, again, people have a right to protest. People, That's a beautiful thing about this glorious country of ours. Yeah. But if the police tell you, sorry, we've got a pandemic on, don't turn up, the service... I mean, I saw our bootneck representative stood there. He stood there with his wreath. He's a good lad. Ex former PTI RSM, massive mm-hmm. arms. He was there for us. That was him. <laughs> I'm not happy with that. I don't need to be there. Thank fucking God. I don't need to fucking polish. Yeah. You know, polish my fucking medals or even put my. I can't even get my beret on this barnet. Look at that. It's amazing. Yeah. Fucking strong. So um. Yeah. So yeah, turning up with a. I mean, and the Piper dude. Yeah, mate. What are you doing? What are you doing? Cons. It's again, hey, it's just a cunt. Thing is, people have been like, "Well, is he a Walt? Is he not a Walt?" I think it doesn't matter. He's definitely a cunt. But, you know what I mean? But the, the other thing with these things is that other people may have turned up thinking that they're there for some form of legitimate sort of protest, but you don't realise the kind of lunatics that you could be getting involved with. Existent re- rebellion, must say, extinct rebellion. Uh, what a fucking ex- bullshit! Yeah, extinction rebellion. Go on, let's yeah. finish on extinction rebellion. <laughs> I'll have to go for a swab. Roger, mate. Roger. <laughs> You're only going to miss Ben getting real angry. Come on, Ben. Let's see what that. <laughs> He's dipped out for a wee. <laughs> oh, right. You just missed that. Ben's mugs, Ali. <laughs> I can't see it. Well, I think we're, we are kind of getting to the end of this anyway. What's that? Why can't I see this, Ben? <laughs> People at home can't see any of it, but I certainly can't see it. Uh, let's get a good screenshot of everyone. Uh, when um, when ads yeah. gets backed, will do. Um, yeah. Okay. So, what do we know about this uh, this absolute screamer that decided to hijack and a very important day um, when actually he could have used any any of the other three hundred and sixty odd days to do it? Well, it's it's deliberate, isn't it? It's done deliberately, and they they're in uniform purely so that they wouldn't be bothered. 
You know what I mean? That's why they've done it. They've got some fucking bellend who apparently did serve and got nicked for selling heroin or something. <laughs> he was Man. a fucking heroin dealer. Yeah. Do you know him, Ads? Is he one of yours? Is he one of yours? <laughs> <laughs> I, I looked, I, I, again, and, and you say that, but I, I look, and, and, and that's the thing I need to desperately like drift away from. There was me uh. actually looking at it going, right, first of all, is it one of my, fuck, you know, my previous world? <laughs> Um, and and that's knackering. I'm like, and then looking at it, going again, it, it it just distracts from all the really good work that gets done in the world. That's the thing. Every knobber, it yeah. just yeah. takes away from from all the graft, genuine graft that goes on. People putting their fucking grist to the mill um, to try and support vulnerable people, and in the end, you come up with the fucking politically mal, you know. And, and right to free speech is amazing, but yes, just not on that day. Yeah. yeah, you're you absolutely know. right. I mean, you are yeah. your actions. Exactly. Oh, he's done it. Yeah, done it. I was wondering where I was going to get in there. Go on, well done. No, no, you're also, right, mate. Yeah, contact coffee also is very good at cleansing, cleansing the lower areas. If you if you're a little bit backed up, <laughs> or you you know, I'm not going to lie to you, Luke. It's phenomenal. It's like it's, it's like. Not- it's, it's not like IUSP, to be honest, mate, but yeah, it helps. It does help the process. It's, it's not IUSP. <laughs> it should be, you know, if, you, if you're a little bit backed up, if you um, you need a nervous need a nervous swamp, I get a new, drain, new blend, it'll mate. drain you. New I've, blend. Clear the I've probably, I've probably had four, probably had yeah, four, four movements this morning. <laughs> four movements. <laughs> okay. Well, let's get right. that, let's get that, let's get that screenshot, Gaz. Well, I can't get the because I'm doing it on desktop. I've got, I, I've got a good one. I'll send. Yeah, because um, Ads is covering his face like that as well. So I'll send Fucking it to you. Hell. Okay. Has he got Ben's mug on? No, it hasn't actually. We need, need one with Ben's mug on because he fucking. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do the thing where you can see everyone on the screen because I'm doing it on desktop. So you guys have to do this. Anyway. What's that? Uh, we, we like to have a, a, a screenshot and Ben's doing the yes. funny. So it keeps Ben happy. Nicky's me happy. <laughs> it took me bloody ages. I, I didn't realise I had to write it all backwards because I'm doing it on my phone. And I'm a paratrooper. Do you know how long that fucking took me? It takes me long it. enough to write words the right way, let alone oh, the opposite way. Right? Right, it's, back, it's backwards, though. It is backwards. It's, it is backwards. Yeah. yeah. The way should have been at the right way round. It's the right way round of my... F- mate, sack that. I am Webster's. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking too hard. You tried to I think. Am, That's what happened. I am, mate. We went a little bit deep. There was no real decent time to do it. Otherwise, I'm basically yeah. trying to do a funny in the middle of ads. Put the world to rights. <laughs> you know. So, what but I no. want to know, Ben. I mean, we're, we're approaching the end of this now. What I want to know is when's the Ben Garwood uh, Burley Man calendar coming out? I, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, putting my, I'm putting my name down for hundred percent. It's yeah. like some of, some of these photos that have been appearing on your fucking profile, mate. They're, they're high we've level. Got, we've got um, tartan. We've got what textured lumberjack shirts. We've yeah. got beards. We've got leather. Yeah, you know, we've got coffee. I mean, I'm like they're going. Ooh, candles bear. as well, man. You candles. Bear. The mandal. Oh, yes. <laughs> the, 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 the can the candles are a great idea. They're they're to be. It's all about. They are cool. Um, you know, being sensual and inviting. You know, okay. you know, yeah. when you're trying to get someone in your man cave, <laughs> entice them in candles. And as Something... I said, you, you know, we already know there's some there's some pretty, uh, uh, you know, af- af- aphrodisiac pheromones cutting around most men's man caves. Yeah. Well, what was the what was the one before the fucking the car car musk? 
<laughs> Almost. Well. <laughs> thing is, thing is, though, Ben, Ben, could I, could I be your pen? Yeah, pal? okay. You can could do. I, yeah, let's do I, it. Can I, can let's... I write you? Um, just build yeah, just up build, and sort of build up it slowly, though, mate. I mean, I'm not just... easy. You know, let's let's uh, let's warm me up into this. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to get to know you first. Well, yeah. I mean, just uh, ease into. Um, He's into it. He's into it. Yeah, lubricated. Yeah. And we turned into that podcast, don't we? Charles, this has Um, gone weird, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, (laughs) Okay. right. Let's uh, let's start to finish up then. So, Ben, what have you got to push? What's going on? What are you up to? Uh, So, uh, a couple of things. Um, Urbano open up uh, HR4K Colchester in the next few weeks, which is uh, mega exciting. That's uh, up at Stanway in Colchester. Um, Obviously, we're locked down and everything else. We're hopefully still better run coffees and click and collects and everything else out of there. Um, We've just done the talking about the Mandals. Um, the Mandals was uh, literally a little project we did uh, to try and support um, a veteran-owned company who's looking at getting into engraving. And obviously, I wanted to also try and uh, do stuff that I've talked about before, which is about merging communities. So I wanted to work with a, a local uh, civilian company and start amalgamating veteran-owned companies with civilian companies and sort of learning off each other. So um, just a little uh, Christmas uh, gizzet, uh, a gift uh you know a candle fire and tobacco and actually what it's done is brought three companies together in a, in a one so yeah g- that's, that's the sort of good shit i want to do Mega. that's mate luke oh um yeah next week got some new t-shirts dropping next week uh new mugs new stickers uh and of course our christmas blend jingle blend uh which is selling out quite quick um so yeah get on that roger uh for me what have I got? This, the old Discord group. Discord group is doing well. Uh, I'm amazed how good it's going. <laughs> like, you remember when I spoke about it originally, I thought it was literally going to be me in there uh, with a fucking nutbag, just having to be pen pal with somebody who would, you know. Um, but it's not. It's actually really good. You know, there's a load of people in there now, all backgrounds, amazing amounts of like blue light services in there. So, like, you've got people being offered jobs in there. We've got. Uh, load of training courses happening in there. You've got uh, guys who are, if you're thinking of going down uh, employment, blue light, that kind of way, or military, you've got people in there who basically have a fucking, a career's worth of experience. Some still current, um, giving you advice about the right thing to do. And basically the assumption there is that you're a good guy if you're in that group anyway. So maybe we should give you a hand to get in and do this type of thing. So it's very good. There's that. Uh, cost the price of a you know a, a hipster coffee uh, a month to be in there. You know, give it a go. It doesn't go. It doesn't work out for you. Then you can leave. Um, what else have I got? The shorts. Shorts uh, have done really well. They flew out on the first day and have just ticked over since then, which is fucking awesome. Um, had no every so far the way I've like uh, I've hyped them has been true. So people are happy with how durable and, you know, flexible and whatever they are. So that's pretty much it. That's kind of what I've got. Um, so I think we'll probably, we'll finish up by saying thanks to Ads. Now, Ads now, after the work that he's been doing there, he now basically is a is an Instagram page for nerds who love watches. Do you want to talk about that briefly, Ads? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, mate. No, I mean, started three years ago, um, when I started Instagramming for the charity and then, and then kind of developed my own side thingy. And it really just as a, 
taking thoughts of watches and and started doing it. And then to be fair, there's actually quite a few lads within the community who started sending me thoughts of their watches. There's actually quite a few badge lads who were like, oh yeah, this is what I wear. And they weren't showing me it to show off or to, but just within that community where discretion and humility are obviously and professionalism, mm. they love their watch and they were proud of the fact, of course, rightly so. And, and obviously I had a bit of Persec and, you know, there's a bit of discretion and I can have that assured in what I do. And so it was actually quite interesting to see that actually I'm not the only one out there, military lad, that enjoyed wearing a Casio Foxtrot 9-1 whiskey, <laughs> you know, or a Pusser's G10 out the store. So um, it started off as um, as a creative page <laughs> for kind of nerds. And, uh, and yeah, it's um, the community, my little community within a community were like, well, when are you going to start making patches? And I was like, well, there's lots of other people doing that. It's not really what I'm all about. And it's the, the community that I've kind of small nerdy community of power nerds have been like, well, do something. So yeah. I've kind of had to step up um, and produce something for the need. Um, and so far that seems to be within the little world of both military and civilian watch collectors seems to be, uh, you know, it's a little positive place. It's a benign hobby, which is uh, attracts awesome. a lot of decent people. So yeah, yeah. patches, patches are selling. Um, and I'm yeah. very, very, very amazed. Unbelievable. So thank well, you. It's good, mate. Like it, that's yeah. the way to do it is to, to follow what they ask you to do. You know what I mean? Follow the community. Um, they ask for it, you make it. But I've but but I'm thinking about create. I'm thinking of changing it to like operate a downrange forward assist, uh, high speed black tape, eyes out, ghost recon. Um, you, know, you, need like a tag, you need a tagline that starts with always, always doing something, always Sma- something, smashing, smashing shit. <laughs> always, always smashing. Webster's dead, dead, dead shouty, dead shouty, dead loud. Down, downhill, downhill, black run. <laughs> With a day sack on. We need like a Viking or a sheepdog reference in there. Fucking on the wagon. On the wagon, ski, Jimmy was. Ski march, ski march, death heroes. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> Coffee enema. Coffee. Anyway. Spot <laughs> well, what's, what's the uh, Instagram uh, page yeah. if you want to go and find you? For me, it's just commando sundials. All one yeah. word. Um, all one word. Yeah. For the watch, for the watch enthusiast who likes to meet other watch enthusiasts and become pen pals. I like it. <laughs> right, well, thanks, lads. Thanks for being here, mate. No, nope, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, lads. Right, we'll Cheers. Away. God bless Have a good you. day. Cheers. See you later. Nice. See you later. Bye bye. Cheers.